Breath Hub. Take a deep breath. Deep conversations are starting. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Deep Conversations by Breath Hub. I have a lovely guest today, dear Mira. She is one of our breath workers in our app as well. How have you been, Mira? All good? Everything's been good, yes. Breathing yeah. and living, <laughs> which yeah. is the main thing, um, and taking my deep breaths. And uh, I'm happy Great. to be one of your um, practitioners on your breath. Lovely, podcast. and I oh, hear that. Great, and I hear that you're leaving to India. How exciting! Tomorrow for a workshop or a retreat. I'm, I'm going to let you. By the way. Yeah, by the way, I'm going to let you introduce yourself in a couple of minutes, but I first want to hear about India. I got so excited. So Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. So, yes, I'm off to India tomorrow, which is very exciting. I usually go once or even twice a year, and I haven't been since um, two years ago now, so just okay. over two years ago. So it feels like a long time for me, mm -hmm. and I'm very excited. It sort of feels like... I'm returning home after a long time. Okay. I love, love, love India. And I am doing a little bit of work, but actually I go there for my spiritual replenishment to reconnect with people I know. I know I have a lot of friends in India and I'll be doing a talk and workshop at um, Soho House Mumbai as well. So I'll be doing beautiful, a little bit of work. And beautiful, beautiful. Wellness. How exciting. Okay, so having said that, exciting times ahead for you. Would you like to first introduce yourself and tell our listeners about uh, your history, what you've been doing and how life has been for you for the couple of past years? Absolutely. So I have, um, okay, so I am an author. I've written two books. One is a cookbook, a best-selling cookbook called Saffron Soul, focused on health healthy Indian vegetarian food from India. And the second one is on Ayurveda called Prajna Ayurvedic Rituals for Happiness. I'm also working on a third book. I also have a chai brand, which is called Chai by Mira. I have five flavors. They're all online and I've got gift boxes and other things. Um, it used to be a cafe. So I used to actually have a cafe in central London, which was called Chai by Mira. And then it went on as an online brand after lockdown. So lockdown was quite transformational yeah. for me in that sense. My work really changed. And I would say it's for the better. I really have enjoyed um, taking a step back from sort of the havoc and craziness and madness of running a business where you have to be there all the time to running a business which is sort of um, which is online um, and really focusing on on how to make that work and it's been really interesting but at the same time I've trained as a integrated health practitioner and I've trained in breath work um, in, in Kundalini, but also in uh, Pranayama. And so I love breath work. It's something that's helped me for many, many years. And I've been going to lots of Kundalini classes. My yoga practice has really changed to breath and um, Kundalini practice, which is why I wanted to train in breath work and really combine all the different things that I that have helped me to hopefully help others in the future and really bolster my own knowledge. Yeah, it's really it's really amazing, right? What happens in the body and the physiology and the psychology at the same time when you change your breathing, you know, due to the chemical so change in the in the breathing. So for anyone who is new to breath work, 
Uh, would you like to tell us a little bit about your first experience with breathwork? Like, how did you come up with that and how did you start? How was your first experience like? Because I have a very interesting story with my first experience. And I know people's first experiences with breathwork is usually amazing. Like, whoa, what was that? <laughs> so how was your experience, your first experience with breathwork? I think breathwork really came to me and I didn't think of it as breath work but what happened to me is when I started doing a lot more yoga while I was based in Dubai going through a very sort of traumatic lonely period of my life and was on the brink of divorce it was yoga that really helped me and saved me and I started doing lots of yoga and in those yoga classes the breath that I used i.e the ujjayi breath uh, the victory breath the breath that you use with the nasal breathing mm -hmm. which sounds mm -hmm. almost oceanic I realized that when I started breathing like that and slowing my breath down off the mat, i.e. during the day, during the night, when I was feeling upset, anxious, on edge, about to sort of have a bit of a breakdown, I realized that it was that breath that calmed everything down for me. So when I was in front of people or in, with anyone and I suddenly felt that pang coming up and I didn't really want to release it at that time, I could almost, and I'm not saying it's good to hold it in, but I found it really powerful and almost like surprising that I could suppress it for a little while by just breathing really deeply. And over time, that slowed me down, no, that calmed me down. And so that was my first experience with understanding the capacity of the breath in just making me feel better when I was going through a hard time. I would say then what happened is, yes, the breath helped me during those years. But later on, when I started going to Kundalini yoga classes, it was during those classes and when I came out of those classes or in those classes that I realized that the breath can take me to so many different levels. One day I might walk out of a class and feel, you know, completely zapped of energy, tired, about to wanting to go to sleep and the next day in the kundalini class i would come out feeling so elevated like i was almost on drugs and or just you know have an outpour of crying during the class so it wasn't about the emotions that were churning inside me necessarily but it was about what the breath was doing to me and that's when i realized that different techniques of breathing allow you or take you to different um to different states um, yeah. They can elevate you to a really, really energetic state that's almost drug-like, and they can take you to very um, sedated states of utter calm. Yeah. So for anyone who would basically like to explore their psychology, their, you know, I think consciousness, basically, because... I uh, believe breath work, of course, it uh, changes our chemistry, it changes our physiology due to that, it changes our psychology, but I think it triggers many levels on our consciousness. So it's kind of like we start tapping into different layers in our consciousness. So if anyone was, anyone is interested in that trip, you know, of tapping into different levels and like you never know what to expect with breath work. Now you... Um, you remind me, you reminded me of that as you were, you know, telling your experience with it. It's like with breath work, you never know about the experience. Like each time, it might be fully different. One time you're in tears, 
one time something else happened, one time another thing happens, and it's just amazing. It's kind of like this wise entity mm. giving you whatever you need at that's that exactly exact it. time that's exactly and, exact it. and I think space, you know? what when you actually said that that it gives you what exactly what you mean what you need it reminded me of actually an earlier memory of breath when I was in university I did a course with Art of Living on breath mm. and what I didn't realize at the time is that it gives you what you need so I did this course and one day when I was about to sit an exam sorry exam, exam I woke up in the morning or I was no that's it I was revising all night and I thought let me sleep for an hour before my exam because I was revising all night and so I did one of the breath works from you know, my course thinking, oh, this will energize me. But what it ended up doing is it gave me such intense <laughs> sleep. I didn't wake up for my exam. <laughs> so that was probably yeah. my first lesson when it came to breath. I probably realized the power of breath then. Yeah. So before you, I had another podcast with a, a very special individual called Neil. He's also a teacher, mindfulness teacher and a lawyer. At the same time, he does a lot of corporate trainings as well. And we were speaking about truth, like the importance of truth, the importance of connecting with ourselves and how holistic health and holistic well-being actually depends on truth. So that's why I think breathwork is a very special tool. Breath is a very special tool. It's not a tool, actually. It's kind of like this, I mean, for me, it's kind of like this wise guy, you know, very old, you know, with a, I mean, if you, if you ask me uh, how did breath look like, I would uh, refer or I would, uh, you know, tell a guy like, I don't know, maybe uh, Gandalf from you know, Merlin, like this strange mystic individual very wise and very different and uh, yeah so we were talking about truth and how breath and breath work and meditation and mindfulness brings you you know to your truth and I think what you're saying is breath actually has that truth inside of it so it's like the moment you start breathing it doesn't matter what you've been doing before that. It doesn't matter, you know, whether you did meditation or not. In a few minutes, it just gets you back into your center and connects you with your truth. I think that's the most amazing thing about breathwork. It's like in a couple of minutes, you know, it's like with breathwork, you can't lie. With breathwork, mm -hmm. breath will show you how you feel, you know, how you're really thinking, What's going on with your life? Are you overwhelmed? Like you said, are you tired? You know, whatever you're experiencing, really, really experiencing, it's going to mm. come up. And breath has a certain way of showing us that, which is, yeah, amazing. That's really powerful. Yeah, I like that, connecting you to your truth and bringing out the truth within you and yeah. making you realize what it is that you need. Yeah, and what has been the most interesting experience you had yourself or with your students during your, you know, breathwork classes or classes? What was the most interesting experience? Um, so I think when I, when I did a lot of breathwork during my course, I, come, I, I had a major sudden backache and I was realizing that actually, you know, maybe the breath is actually bringing out something that's internal um and manifesting something that 
has been lying deep seated in there. And that was really fascinating because, you know, working through that and breathing through that. And also for me, I think understanding the or realizing the power of the breath has made me realize that I can breathe through pain as well. So I'm not talking about deep, intense pain where I meant to take a um, anesthetic and I don't, you know, I don't. But I'm talking about the sort of pain where like period pains, for example, you know, being able to use real deep breaths to breathe through it, um, breathing through anxiety, changing, shifting mind patterns just by breathing better. Now that I do a lot of talks and I give a lot of um, classes on Zoom and online and perhaps hopefully in person going forward, I feel like breath work, especially over the last two years, has taught me to really, given me the ability to really slow down and realize that taking breaths and pausing between sentences, I know it sounds really basic, but it's something that I didn't do before. I rushed through things because I thought, oh, I need to get all this out. And then I'd stumble. But actually taking deep breaths and taking a moment of pause and understanding that that pause is necessary um, has been really, really powerful. So I think breath has just taught me um, a lot of things internally and has given me the power to breathe through pain, through anxiety, through moods, shifting mood patterns and brain patterns and slowing me down. Yeah, I think what you said is very interesting because pause, like I do sometimes uh, forget because I'm also a businesswoman and, you know, uh, a lot of things going on during the day. I sometimes forget that pauses and immediately I realize I take steps I would probably not if I paused and took a breath. So it's kind of like I still remind myself to just, you know, wait a second, before any big decision, before any, I mean, business decision or decisions in life, maybe a decision, a travel decision, maybe, you know, any decision, it's like I remind myself to just, to just stop and take a few breaths in and out because breathing has that power. It's like even with like four or five deep breaths, we deeply connect with our truth. And then when I do that, the times I do that, it's kind of like the decisions I make, the steps I take, the wisdom over there is very different. So I think what you, what you say is just amazing. And I think an amazing tool to use as well for anybody who's listening to us right now. You know, just pause and just take a few breaths before you decide on anything in life, especially, of, of course, not things like, what am I going to eat for breakfast? <laughs> yeah, but, no, but even, it's also even things like, like that, that yeah, because actually yeah. cravings, when you get cravings for a snack yeah, or something yeah. sweet and you feel like, oh my God, I need it, I need it, I need it. And it is an intense craving. Like I get it. And I've had food issues all my life. Um, I'm not saying I've conquered that, but there are times when I just breathe through it and I'm like, actually, maybe I don't need that right now. Maybe I need some water, or just you breath. know, some warm water. With <laughs> or just some breaths. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying I do that all the time. Of course I give into mm. breathing sometimes. And of course I'll go for some food when I don't really need to have it. Um, but I've got better. And I feel like sometimes, and again, I want to do this a lot more. I can't say I do it all the time, but I do want to use the breath. And I think the breath can help to 
allow us to pause and think, mm, let me let this pass. And then actually, I don't need that. Yeah, I, me too. I mean, I totally agree. And I'm also working on reminding and addiction in any Sorry, addiction in every way. It's not just food. It can be any addiction any sort of craving of any sort it doesn't have to be food yeah it's very interesting how breath can take us beyond any kind of addiction actually beyond ourselves right it's like with breathing we can go beyond ourselves we can go beyond the ego and we can take wiser steps and we can tap into different levels of consciousness which i which is which is amazing and shift energy from being provoked and getting angry shift energy from that to being like okay let me just reflect for a second i'll i'll get angry in a minute and by the time that minute is finished the anger might subside and you might become a little bit wiser about what you want to say yeah. so yeah it is a great tool for us to go beyond our immediate reactions and i think that's that's kind of like that's the basic thing in life it's like whenever we react ah. It's not wise, and we don't get the results we want. It's like I've been uh, mm. reading on it, and I've been also teaching this. Like whenever we are not in tune with ourselves, whenever we are not in, you know, tune with our truth, and whenever we are not centered, we either react, or we take wrong actions, or we don't act at all. So it's like whenever we mm. are, we are not fully connected with our truth whenever we are not mindful and centered what we do is we either react uh, reaction no action or wrong action those are the three things what whenever we are connected with our truth whenever take we take that pause and breathe a few times and connect with ourselves and then we take the right action which is i think the beauty of breath work it's gonna bring you uh, back to your roots, back to your reality, back to truth, and help you take the right action. It's it's just beautiful. Yeah, as we're yeah. as we're moving further with the time, and you are getting ready to uh, to go to India tomorrow, packing up and stuff. Uh, I have one last question, which is kind of like a very important and special question for me because it connects us with our bigger why. So what would you like to, because it's your like bigger why, what would you like to see happen in the world? And what would you like humans to get, really get and understand before you die? Sorry, what would you like to understand no, before you die? No, what would you like humans to understand, see or get? You know, what would you like to see happen in the world before you die? Gosh, that's such an interesting question. No one has ever asked me that before. Very interesting. What would I like for humans to understand before they die? I, off the top of my head, I would say connection with nature and compassion for fellow beings, mm. whether they're human or not. Beautiful. Yeah, beautiful. I love that's it. That's sort of yeah. a succinct. That's sort of a succinct answer, but actually, obviously, yeah, goes but it's like it's probably love all those yeah, things. Yeah, I think probably it's just in your deep, deep core that why and yeah, I think connection with nature is really important because walking in nature, even in a city or out of the city or somewhere else, it just reminds you of the 
it puts things into perspective and reminds you of something other than what's going on in your mm. life and reminds you of the beauty of this world and the beauty of the creator of the world. And actually it's mesmerizing. So never lose that sense of awe. Don't lose that sense of magic and that wonder. And that will always remind you that things are okay. And, you know, the flower will bloom tomorrow and the seasons will come and go. And in the same way, our seasons will pass, we'll, our moods will pass, we'll go, go from happy to sad to happy to sad. And actually, it's just the way that we can transition through that, that it, it makes life more beautiful. Um, and secondly, compassion teaches us, I mean, if we're compassionate to people, to animals, to everyone around us, that is a massive thing. And I think that comes from a place, place of love. So I think compassion really covers love. Yeah. Yeah, compassion and also nature is just, I fully agree, nature is uh, an amazing tool, a uh, wise, again, uh, a wise and magical tool for us to get back to, you know, what this is all about. Thank you, Mira. And thanks for being with us in this episode and thank you for sharing everything you shared. I hope you have a great time in India. I'm sure you will. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Wonderful to speak yeah. to you and remind Me myself too. of the power of the yeah, breath. Just you. before I fly off, I'll be taking those deep breaths on the flight. Great. Yeah. And I'm looking forward to seeing you in person very soon. Yes, yeah. I Take hope Take care so. and Definitely. enjoy. <laughs> Take care. Thank you. Bye.